Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Ready, Aim, Retire with Rob Curvin from Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here's Ready, Aim, Retire with your host, Rob Curvin. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Ready, Aim, Retire. As usual, Rob Curvin saying happy holidays, and I'm here with Tony Shore. Tony, how are we doing? I am so good. If I was any better, my name would be Mike Binger. Oh, <laughs> that would be that would be really good. I had to invoke the name of our special guest today, but seriously, I've had an amazing week. It's great to be here with you guys. So now, Rob, why don't you introduce our special guest? Well, here's who we have today. and I, Today, all the way from Minnesota, we have actually the president of Gradient Investments, Mike Binger. And Mike, what Mike is going to do today is he's going to talk to us all about the, you know some different aspects, questions I get from, from clients. Uh, but first and foremost, Mike, thank you for coming. Thanks for spending some time with us and welcome. It is absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Perfect. And I would have gave you a great buildup, but here's what I like to do is I like to kind of you give, no one likes to toot their own horn, so I'll fire questions, you give answers. Absolutely. But the, uh, uh, but what I wanted to, I wanted, here's what I wanted to do. You know, you're the, the president of Grady Investments. No one starts off the president. So why don't you give us some background of like how you got in this industry, where you started, kind of give us a, a little bit of, uh, you know, some backstory on uh, Michael Binger. Oh boy, really, Rob? You want to date yes. me like that, huh? I do. I okay, do. okay. Experience. So, it's not dating. It's experience. E excellent. I like that. Uh, that verbiage is much Mike, better. Mike, you weren't born. You were found on the floor <laughs> of the Nasdaq as a baby, yeah, right? Yes. So, so all kidding aside, I um, I started in the investment business in 1987. Um, I, I I graduated in finance from the University of Minnesota here locally. I joined a company back then, which was called Lutheran Brotherhood, which was a, a very large Fortune 500 type insurance company. Lutheran Brotherhood did a merger in 2002, and they turned into what is today called Thrivent, still a Fortune 500 company. I, I worked in their investment department back then, started out as a junior associate equity analyst or stock market analyst. Um, did that, graduated into senior analysts, worked, uh, you know, in my way up to, uh, you know, I managed portfolios for them on, on the stock market side. Um, at the end of the day, I ended up working there for 23 years Wow! before I had an opportunity to uh, come over and join Gradient Investments with a colleague of mine by the name of Wayne Schmidt, who's our chief investment officer. And he and I knew each other in Minneapolis here because we took our CFA test together back in the early 90s. So he called and presented me what was a budding opportunity at Gradient Investments back then. Um, we were less than $200 million in, in uh, client dollars managed back then. A quick, I'm going to say seven years later, we're now managing $2.5 billion for, for clients all across the country. Um, so we've grown extremely quickly. 
which leaves me extremely gratified because to me, at the end of the day, that means that the investment portfolios we're providing clients are doing two things. Number one, they're competent portfolios that clients understand and can invest in, but more importantly, they're portfolios that are helping clients reach their long-term financial objectives. So it's been a great story here at Grady Investments. Uh, you know, I've, in the past year, I've transitioned into the presidency role. Uh, we have a really strong team here. I'm really proud of them. And personally, I think that, you know, the best days are ahead for great investments, not behind us. So, so when you started there, so they, you know, it sounds like, it sounds like Gradient Investments started off, they recruited obviously people with a tremendous amount of experience and yourself and Wayne to kind of, uh, you know, you know, get this going. Because I know Gradient's been around for years. The investment arm has not, but they, they had an insurance side and, and things like that that we won't get into. But you started off as a senior portfolio manager. How do you make the leap into to, you know actually being the president of the entire uh, investment side? Well, our our previous president moved up. They needed someone to step up and be the president, and that turned okay. out to be me. Um, oh. No, uh, you know, you know it, at, at a place like Gradient, when you're a smaller company growing into a bigger company, you get a chance to you know not only manage investment portfolios, but uh, you know, do a little marketing, uh, you know, work with the traders and, you know, work with the back office people. So in my eight years here at Gradient Investments, um, I, I, I've worked, you know, hand in hand with a lot of the, uh, you know, different departments within Gradient Investments, not only just managing portfolios, but, you know, helping build our company up from a small to a larger company. So right. I knew the lay of the land very well. And, 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 and frankly, Rob, it was a pretty easy transition for me to make. Right, that's fantastic, and and I will tell you, folks listening out there, a lot of you guys would be clients listening. Uh, some people just you know you know you know you know listen because it's great information. But Mike was actually, you know, as we're recording this a week ago, Mike was actually he flew. He was nice enough to fly in, uh, and we have our annual holiday Christmas party at Bolingbrook Golf Club. Uh, you know, had over three hundred people there. And Mike, you know, actually came in and, and, you know, gave everybody, you know, kind of some information that we're going to cover today, but I figure this will cover everybody for the the entire year. And I want to make sure I say thank you, Mike, for actually, I know you're a busy guy, taking the time coming in. And I think our clients, uh, they really like that because a lot of times, you know, clients are meeting with people. Uh, they don't know who's managing the account. They don't know, you know, who's, you know, they would never get that access. And I think our clients have had that, you know, we deal pretty exclusively with Gradient over the past several years. Uh, and I think the reason that, that, that I've decided that and our clients definitely love that is because of that, that access point. And a guy like you being the president carves some time out. Uh, to fly down to you know the little guys like us and and you know spend some time with us so uh, I thought that was fantastic yeah and I, I got to say Rob it, it was great I think that was my sixth Christmas party that I've attended for oh. uh, you know for your advisory firm uh, I, I feel like over the past six years I've gotten to know a whole lot of your clients you know I see them twice a year actually we you, mm -hmm. you have a summer party that uh, that I join you also uh, and, and I think that really speaks to the point that I believe that gradient investments is different in that our investment or portfolio manager will actually talk to clients and are interested in you know getting to know the end clients and we do that um, and, and and you and I Rob we, you know we work together and talk all the time mm -hmm. and I think it's that you know really you know clients feel like it's a sense of collaboration almost and it's an experience that you can't really get if you're dealing with a large bank or you know, you know a large brokerage house you know try calling one of their 1-800 numbers and ask to speak to the portfolio manager it's not going to happen with great great investments and you rob it will and i think that's kind of why 
you know, obviously, you know, our firm has many choices of, of different places to invest our clients' money. Um, and I think I, I think over time, that's kind of why we've we've transitioned that way because I'm I'm I really a firm believer that uh, the relationship in this industry and in working with clients and working with retirees or pre-retirees or even you know millennials, whoever it happens to be, the relationship I think is the key, and that's kind of what we saw in, in Gradient Investments is like you know the, the relationship is 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 huge, and we had clients coming up to me saying, "Oh, Mike was telling me about this. Mike was telling me about that," and. And that they they know you and they feel that that sense of uh, you know you know being a part of something big I think is is a real big thing and you're right you 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 can put money with any you know bank or any other firm and 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 it's very very hard to duplicate kind of what you guys have been doing yeah it's very rare that you could work with and know or ask questions of your actual portfolio manager you know right. and here you can talk to the senior portfolio manager and uh, Rob you have access to not only the portfolio managers, but Mike, the president. So, wow. It's kind of nice. That yeah, is, you know, that's a sweet deal. You, you know, Rob, Rob calls and says jump, and we say how high, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Mike. The, sure. Okay, so you're the president. Now, you, now I know you, you were this, you know, a senior portfolio manager before, and you oversaw, you know, I know you guys have several portfolios, but what's the breakdown now? You have, you, you have several, you know, senior or, or portfolio managers that, that you know, you, you've divided down different portfolios. Is that kind of how it works or how's, you know, what do you, what's the setup over there? Yeah, that's a good question. So let, let, let's talk about our investment portfolio lineup first. I, I sure. mean, we, we have about 25 different investment portfolios ranging all the way from, you know, very conservative type of bond and fixed income portfolios up to, you know, very high growth, more aggressive growth stock portfolios. Um, and we have portfolios in and out between. You know, you know that we, we like to use multiple portfolios and triangulate clients to where their proper risk and return objectives are for the long term. But what I do is, you know, I felt that, that Great Investments has built a very strong investment team. Mm -hmm. Our portfolio managers, we have six of them. Um, several of them have worked together with me in the past over at Thriven. So I know them. I know their work ethic. It's good. Um, most, uh, you, almost all of us here are, uh, you know, Midwest people. Um, you know, I just believe that we have a good work ethic here and, mm -hmm. and, I agree. and we're smart. Uh, but, but these folks are smart. They're all CFAs. You know, they, they have different levels of graduate degrees. They have a lot of experience, which is most important to me. I, I, I mean, it, it, for all your listeners out there, Rob, um, you know, you can work with investment managers, but uh, I'm telling you, if they have less than 10 years of experience in the investment markets, they've never seen a down market before. Every one of our team members has seen multiple market cycles, multiple stock market uh, and economic movements. Um, they have experience, they can see what to expect. So it's a very strong team. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, I assign different portfolio managers to different products. So they specialize in different areas. You know, Jeremy, he does our growth and income, our classic dividend investing portfolios, both in the U.S. and international. Keith Gangle, he does our more growth-oriented portfolios, our core select and our G33 high growth stock portfolio. Marianne Montaigne, she does our, um, our ETF allocation global models, does a great job. We have a tactical strategy that we really like. And we also have in this, you know, current time frame, we have a new portfolio out there called the 
buffered index portfolio, which we can maybe get into a little bit later, Rob, but uh, sure. I, I think it's a very, very timely product right now, and we can get into some of the details later. Okay, fantastic. That's a, it's a great information. So. Uh, obviously, everything's kind of moving along nicely. Let me ask you, Mike. So if we're looking, you know, currently we're sitting here, it's December 11th. We're, you know, I don't want to say we're winding the year down because like you say, everyone's got a good work ethic over there. So I'm sure you guys are working all the way through Christmas and, oh, and New Year's. Um, but the year in review, let me ask you, did this year go a, as you guys expected? You know, was there anything that kind of jumped out at you? Like, oh my gosh, we weren't expecting that to happen. Or, or you give us like a, a 2019 rearview mirror, like, you know, kind of how you guys saw it, how it played out. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. So, I, I, I mean, let's flash back to the beginning of the year. Uh, in the fourth quarter of 2018, stocks were, were crashing. In fact, they, they had, you know, corrected from a peak to a trough of very, very close to 20%. That's mm -hmm. a pretty alarming move in, in, in any type of market. So people's sentiment was very dour, you know, and people were thinking, is this next, you know, 2008, is it a crash? And in our perspective, we didn't think so. We saw, thought the fundamentals were still pretty good in 2019. In the long term, it's fundamentals that drive stock markets and, and, and fundamentals really come down to a few things. There, how's the economy doing? It was doing quite well. Um, how's corporate profits doing? How are the profits of the companies that we invest in doing? And they were doing quite well. And, you, you know, and, and valuations is certainly at the end of 2018 weren't stretched. So we gave a forecast that was roughly uh, about 10%. And that seemed like a little okay. bit of a stretch back then. Um, as we fast forward to today when 2019's over, we were too conservative back then because we've had a very strong year. And I mm -hmm. think the biggest thing that really surprised us the most is that interest rates. The expectations at the beginning of the year was that interest rates would continue to climb. Let's talk about the 10-year government bond, the U.S. Treasury bond 10 years. The yield there at the beginning of the year was about 2.5%. A lot of folks, and us included, thought it would continue to grind higher to 3%. Mm -hmm. um, and instead, it, it declined. The, the Federal Reserve started to lower the Fed funds rates and, and interest rates on the 10-year bond went to as low as one and a half. Today, they set it around 1.8%, but that was a surprise to us. Okay. And lower bond yields make equity markets more attractive. So I think that added to the fire uh, on the S&P 500. That, that was additive to a good economy and good corporate profits. Right, and I guess with the 10-year with the drop in the way it did, that obviously helps things like, you know, people getting mortgages, refinancing. So that kind of probably helps, you know, spur the economy too and get it going in the right direction. Oh, it absolutely does. I, I mean, just it, it, it's pretty simplistic. Lower interest rates kind of kind of encourage people to borrow and spend. And when people right. borrow and spend, that propels the economy forward and helps it grow. Fantastic. Folks, I'm going to keep asking Mike some questions. You can give us a call anytime you want at 630-780-1099. Uh, sit down with us, talk to us. We'll go through, you know, kind of where you are, where you want to go to, you know, talk about things like that, that Mike's hitting on. It's fantastic to be able to deal with a firm that has so many irons in the fire. And, and we'll talk about we'll talk about more of that. But again, you want to reach out to us, give us a call 630-780-1099. And we can go through, you know, your personal situation. But um, all right. So, Mike, so that's the, the year in review. We're kind of winding it down a bit. Let me let me ask you, what do you expect in 2020? First of all, from, 
you know, I, I get clients saying to me, they're, you know, they, they're obviously election next year, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. very nervous about that. You know, that it's, it's, uh, it's, it's those times we are living right, you know, you're right now with, with where things can change on a dime. But what do you guys see as far as, you know, a, you know, going into next year, what do you think like, you know, a, a reasonable forecast is and and what are you guys concerned about like what are your major concerns or or if there is any at at gradient investments going into 2020 yeah let's let's talk about a couple of those things so let's let's first hit the election hot button let's talk about politics a little bit here okay Uh oh perfect here we go yeah and 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 i want to leave a couple of messages for your listeners a couple of my thoughts the first one is politics and portfolios don't mix Okay. okay, good. Second one is politicians tend to come and go every two, four, and six years. Sometimes they're blue, sometimes they're red, and that switches all the time. When we make portfolio decisions, you know, we should think in longer time frames of 5, 10, 20 years. Okay? So just keep that in mind that, okay. you know, stock market. the stock market has been hitting new highs for over 200 years in the history of the stock market. And we've had a lot of different presidents on both the blue side and the red side. And then and my people final, can get caught up in that, right? Oh, like they get caught oh. up in their, their, especially nowadays, it seems. You get caught up in that personal, you know, and, and, and to me, I never, I, I, you know, it's not good business for me to talk politics, so I never do. But the, you know, if you are making decisions based on, on who you like and you don't like, you're probably over the long term, it's going to be difficult to do well, right? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I've, I've seen a lot of clients who have, destroyed the value of their portfolios and their asset base by making rash decisions because they get charged up politically. So please don't mix your portfolio decisions with your political decisions. And and, and we're going to get a lot of conversation about that. You're going to hear, we have a lot of media outlets, a lot of news channels out there, and you know, you're going to hear a lot of noise in the upcoming year. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but here's just, and this is my personal thought here, and, and I get a lot of pushback from people, but I truly believe in my heart that politicians tend to inherit. Inherit versus influence markets and economies that are already in motion. And that's a key distinction I have, is that they inherit versus influence these these markets and economies. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if those motions are good, if the economy is good and stock market is going up, they take credit for them. And sure, if the economies are bad and going down, <laughs> they blame their predecessor, right? Uh, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So I so just folks, please keep your political keep your politics and your portfolios separate. I know it's going to be difficult to do when you're hearing a lot of things in the next 12 months. But you will be better off for it by making your, you, you know, however you want to vote politically, do that. But don't let those thoughts get mixed in with your portfolio and long-term financial decisions. Yeah, I great think advice. that's great. Yeah, I think that is great advice. You're right, Robin. Uh, Mike, that's fantastic advice. And something you said there, uh, you know, as we're going to look ahead now and get your thoughts on the coming year, uh, what what the forecast is for 2020, you mentioned there the history of the stock market. And what you said is so true. The facts and the numbers are there. The stock market has historically kept setting new highs. Yeah. Um, but as we look ahead, we have to remember the old line, you know, past performance does not guarantee future results. So right. true. And, and so and so we need to uh, keep that in mind. But uh, it has been an exciting time. 
Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, you, when I say stock markets keep hitting new highs, they do. They do. They just don't hit new highs every year. Yep. You know, some years we have down years. Yeah. You know, investing in stocks is a great long-term proposition. Yeah. But it's not a CD. It's not a linear return every year. Yeah. But I can tell you this historically, over the past 100 years, we've had two and a half years of up markets to every one year where the markets have been down. And I love those odds. I think those yeah. are great odds, and I think those odds will continue into the future. Yeah. Yeah, so speaking of that, Rob, I know you wanted to ask him about 2020 and talk some more about that. Sure, yeah. So what do you guys see in Mike, in 2020 as yeah. far as I'm sure yeah. you guys are doing forecasting at this time of the year? What kind of market are we are we looking at? Or what, you know, Obviously, you can't predict the future, but you yeah. guys definitely look at these kinds of things. Yeah, so, we, so we, we are, and we come out with an annual forecast every year, and we're, we're, we, we put that together at this point in time here, so I can tell you about it. Perfect. So right now, we feel that our economy will continue to grow in 2020. We do not do not see a recession in the next 12 months. We think that's a you know kind of very long odds to see a recession. Um, you know we see record unemployment. All these people who are working, their wages are rising. The consumer is very healthy. Corporate America is very healthy. Um, and. You, you know, you're going to hear a lot to the contrary, but the government is very healthy. They're getting a lot of tax revenues and those kind of things. So, number one, I think the economy it has been good and will continue to be good. Okay. Um, number two, I will say that, uh, you know, and, and point number two here is what I'm going to call corporate earnings growth. And what that means is the companies we invest in, how are their earnings going to grow in 2020? versus 2019. Are they going to grow 10%, decline 5%? What are they going to do? Well, our forecast right now is that these earnings will grow 10% year over year in 2020, which is a good thing. Okay. Um, so we have, number one, we have a good economy. Number two, we have, you know, our forecast right now is that corporate earnings and the S&P 500 companies will grow 10%, um, which is good. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a clause here in that I really feel that I, I can't sit here and tell you right now and tell your listeners that stocks are cheap because they're not. They're not outrageously expensive, but they're not cheap. They traded about a 17 and a half times forward price to earnings or PE multiple. That's how we value the, you know, the market and stocks. So 17 and a half is above the five and 10 year average. So I don't think we're gonna get a lot of valuation expansion next year. That's okay. why it's so critical for earnings to grow 10% because it's those earnings that are going to move the market higher. And so our forecast right now is between an 8 and 10% positive return on the stock market next year. And it's going to be driven by earnings, not stock market valuation expansion. Interesting. Okay. So that, and that seems reasonable. That's a reasonable, I don't think anybody, you know, coming off a year like this year, uh, that seems like a reasonable forecast where you're not getting, uh, and hopefully you guys are more conservative like you were this year, and hopefully that is, it pops over the top. Who knows? Um, let me ask you this. Before we let you go, Mike, you guys do have, I, I, I can't drag you all the way down here without a shameless plug. You have a portfolio that over the last <laughs> several months has been the big buzz. It's uh, especially in these kind of times, it seems to be, uh, you know, something that, that's interesting. And I'd like you just to tell everybody, hey, you know, what it is and, you know, kind of give us the, uh, you know, the nuts and bolts of it, if you will. Absolutely. So this is what's called our buffered index portfolio. And what we do here is we do monthly offerings 
of structured notes on the S&P 500. So really what this means is that what we want, what our clients are doing right now is we are offering a portfolio for the next year and one week. It's a point-to-point product, and we want these, uh, and, and, and we want the gains to be taxed at a long-term rate. Okay, so what we are offering is what's called a cap and what's called a buffer on the S&P 500. So what this means, and the recent offerings have had around a 13% cap. And what that means is if the stock market's up 13% next year, you get 13%. If it's up 15%, you're capped at 13%. If it's up 20%, you're still capped at 13%. Okay. But most folks find 13% would be a pretty reasonable return for me. I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. In addition, um, the trade-off for being capped at 13% is you get this thing called a 10% buffer on the downside. Now, what that means is if the S&P 500 is down 5%, the client is down zero. If the S&P 500 is down 10%, you're still down zero. The company oh, and wow. the port- yeah, the company of the portfolio absorbs the first 10% of loss. Now you can experience losses in this if the market's down 15%, sure. you're, you're down 5%. If, you're, if the market's down 20%, you're down 10%. But there aren't many years where the markets are down 20% or more. We certainly don't see that next year. But most folks would be pretty darn comfortable, you know, especially in what could be a lot of noise and political volatility. And look, we still have that, uh, you know, the trade war with China hanging out there that has yep. that we don't have resolution yet. So we're still constructive on the market. Um, I think most folks would be pretty happy with, uh, you know, if they were capped out and they had a 13 percent return next year. And I think they'd feel even better knowing that they have the first 10 percent of downside is free. They don't. Right. They don't absorb that. So that's our buffered index portfolio. Uh, I would really encourage listeners to give you a call and and, and talk to you about it. Um, you, you know, we do the these offerings on a monthly basis. They're there. You know, they're they're all you know have the highest credit ratings out there. Okay, they're all investment grade. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great product. It's short term. It's it's only a year and one week, so we can keep those gains long term. Um, and I think it's it's a very timely product for you know coming off a very strong year and going into what could be a kind of a politically charged noisy year going forward. So, so even though we recommend clients hold the product as a point to point product of a little over a year, we recognize that sometimes things do happen. And if you would need to withdraw for assets or funds from the product, it is possible. There's a small fee attached to that. That fee is one quarter of 1% or a 25% discount to where the product's current net asset value or NAV is as of the date of withdrawal. And that fee is only applicable if you need to withdraw funds before the maturity date or the end of the product timeframe. Buffered index portfolio, call Rob and talk to him about it. Very good, very good. Okay, well, you know what? We're actually out of time, Mike, and wow. <laughs> that, that went pretty fast. That went it, very quickly, as yeah. it always does, as it always does. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a fascinating you know. topic. It's interesting to hear uh, where we've been and where we're headed, and, and uh, even though no one has a crystal ball, uh, all the indicators are there, as you mentioned, Mike, and it's great to have Mike on the show uh, to get that level of expertise. Right. I agree. I agree. And you know what, folks, if you want information you know, uh, on Mike, you know, the Buffered Index, Give us a call, 630-780-1099. 
we'll fill you in on the ins and outs. You know, uh, you know, like like Mike said, uh, we'll, we'll kind of go through the whole thing with you. You want to just come in and sit down again? Six three zero seven eight zero ten ninety nine. Give us a call. Uh, let me thank Mike. You know, first of all, Mike Banger, thank you, our special guest today. Uh, that was fantastic. Oh. You know, hearing, hearing your background, hearing kind of where you're going, where you've been, is it's always interesting to me. Yeah, fellas, it was a pleasure, and I'm looking forward to coming on again sometime. Perfect. And Tony Shore, as usual, um, it, it's been great spending 20, 25 minutes with you, and, uh, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Yeah, we will. All right. Well, thanks, Rob, and thank you again to Mike Binger, president of Gradient Investments. And that does it for today's episode of Ready, Aim, Retire with our host, Rob Curvin. Thank you for listening to Ready, Aim, Retire. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rob Curvin at Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. Call 630-780-1099 or visit their website at apadvisors.net. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Robert Curvin offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508. An SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliated of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through P. Robert Curvin, independent agent. P. Robert Curvin and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.